folklore through the ages has spoken of things that go bump in the night, and we feel like bumping back, if you know what I mean. Today, we're diving into the topic of cryptids for the first time, because you know we're going to want to dip back into this again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm here with Amber. Hi. Here with Brittany. Hello. We're all over the place because we're salvating, and you know why we're salvating? Because we love cryptids. You want to know why we love cryptids? Because we're monster fuckers. <laughs> and we're going to give everything a fuckability scale. That's right. <laughs> oh, we're going to rate them by fuckability. You know, as a joke, I was going to ask you guys smash or pass on these, and uh, I don't think it's a joke anymore. It's not a joke. We take monster fucking seriously. So here. for this episode, our rating's going to be on 69-69. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so take it away, Amber. I heard that you have some things to say about some cryptids. I do. I wrote up a little bit on three different cryptids. Two of them are from Ohio. So, like, we'll Perfect. know what they are, but our listeners might not. There's a surprising amount in Ohio. Oh, yeah. We've got a lot of cryptids. we got a lot of haunted shit. I think we've got the most haunted houses and oh, we've yeah. got several cryptids. We also yes. have the most serial killers. I was about Do to we? say like we have the most serial killers, so that's probably why. Oh. We haunted this book. People either want to kill people or they want to leave the earth because we also have the most astronauts. Yeah, because they want to get out of Ohio. Yep. <laughs> it's a perfect ship store. <laughs> But one of our more interesting cryptids is the Loveland Frog People, <laughs> which were first spotted in the 50s in Loveland, Ohio. They are about four feet tall and described as an upright walking frog. There were a couple officers that said that they saw these creatures. Officer Ray Shockey in 1972 saw a creature cross the road. About two weeks later, another officer, Mark Matthews, saw the same creature. He said he fired on the creature, but he wasn't sure if he hit it or if it went into the river. There have have been sightings as recently as 2016. I don't know if you guys oh. remember the people that were playing Pokemon Go. Yeah, uh, when that became a big deal. Yeah. 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 One of the cops from the 70s said that it was a hoax and that there was a tailless slash sickly pet iguana that had escaped or been set loose that <laughs> was actually the thing. And then a really neat thing is that in May of 2014, there was a musical called a musical. Hot Damn, It's the Loveland Frog. Yes. Um, <laughs> I never I heard of this the Loveland Frog. I don't know why, but that is so funny to yeah, me. It's so good. I've got a little bit from the Wikipedia article too, if you want a little bit more. <laughs> According to various legends, the creature was first sighted by a businessman or a traveling salesman driving along an unnamed road late at night in 1955. Some versions of the story specify the month of May. In one story, the driver is heading out of the Branch Hill neighborhood when he spotted three figures that stood erect on their hind legs along the side of the road, each three to four feet in height with leathery skin and frog faces. In other versions of the story, the creatures were spotted under a poorly lit bridge and one held a wand over its head and fired a spray of sparks at the car. So they're wizards too. They are. They're little <laughs> wizard frogs and they're great. And it's not just one of them. Like there's a gaggle of these frogs. <laughs> Down in the Cincinnati area, right? Because, like, Loveland is down that way. Oh, yeah. Right. It's southern Ohio. <laughs> yes. But I just think these little guys are neat because it's not like it's we have puddle. anything particularly swampy, but we do have a lot of rivers and shit. So having a frog guy yeah, is pretty neat. I think it's great that our first cryptid is a furry. <laughs> I mean, does it count? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's more like an amphibian. Yeah. I don't know what those are called. What's an like I, I feel like, like lizards and stuff would be scaly. Scalies, but yeah. But Amphibians don't have scales, so let me see if I can find out. What are frog furries called? Oh, they're scalies, too. Are they just 
dailies? Uh, yeah, it says it's anthropomorphic creatures of the reptile and amphibian variety. Okay. I mean, it's a bit of a misnomer, but whatever they want to do. Yeah. Good enough. <laughs> I love how they're wizards. They are wizards. And some of the reports even say that they have glowy eyes. Ew. But a lot that of them sense. just literally show a frog up on its hind legs. It's just a four foot tall frog. So I'm not sure that you'd want to smash. <laughs> well, it depends because there's a couple factors, right? They got that tongue though. I mean... Because there's options here. And the options are, one, are we sure it's a four-foot frog? Two, can he transform? Because there's some monsters that like do a little transformation biz, you know, into like a hot mm. creature dude. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and there's a couple things to keep in mind. It's got a tongue and it's got a cloaca. And apparently frogs have massive dicks. What? <laughs> Makes sense. Turtles have massive dicks. And they get on a list. What is this? I don't think this is actually... Turtles are horrifying. Is turtle dicks are horrifying. They're the scariest things I've ever fucking seen. Inside a turtle's mouth is horrifying. Although I love the sound that turtles make when they're trying to mate. It's just like <laughs> you have to prep for it. Because it's not exactly it's, like the sound. It's the after sound. It's like <laughs> Oh, frogs don't have dicks. This frog was legitimately growing an extra leg. Oh. But it was growing it. So it literally <laughs> just had a third leg. Uh, yeah, <laughs> frogs don't have dicks. What do they have? They probably just spray, like how fish do, sort of. That is so funny. They have the soft eggies that yeah. chill in the water. Oh, the little jelly eggs. Yeah, they got the little jelly eggs. Little jelly eggs. The froglet season was my favorite growing up. I loved seeing the big puddles just full of little tadpoles because I liked just picking them up and like holding them in my hand for a couple seconds and then setting them back down because it just feels nice just their little like squirmies and then all the little babies everywhere just little tiny little peeps little peeps yeah just little tiny frog peeps <laughs> i love them <laughs> now talking about non-monsters frogs in general are just little cuties yeah little cutie patooties i was just reading way too much about how they reproduce <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i wanted to know if frog eyes glow and apparently i I Google this enough that anytime I say, do insert animal here, have a Google automatically types in tap it and lucid in for me. <laughs> <laughs> and frogs indeed do okay. have tap it and lucid. So their eyes would reflect light. Okay. They also just kind of spray out the eggs and then spray out the spermies. Makes sense. This would be a huge mess with these four foot tall frog creatures reproducing everywhere. Well, where do I jizz? You don't jizz. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it would work out i guess on a smash and pass we're gonna have to pass we're gonna I'm have to frog yeah, yeah unfortunately <laughs> I'm not going to smash the froggy. I also <laughs> found this YouTuber who researches stuff specifically in Ohio, Josh Bearhart, and I will link to his videos because I used his video as a little bit of research material for the Loveland Frog and for the other Ohio cryptid that I mm. looked into. Yeah, I feel like we should go to Loveland and try to find the frogman. <laughs> I was just reading the wiki about it. And in 2023, this year, they decided that the Loveland Frog is the city's mascot. That's awesome. Of course. I didn't see that. It's amazing. How recent was that? It says like 2023. Let me follow the link and just make sure that this is right. Okay. According to lovelandoh.gov, it was February 17th. 
2023, they announced the Loveland Frog is their mascot. Oh my gosh, they have a frog suit and he's like buff. They gave him muscles and stuff. I bet. They're magic users. Is that, I mean, they they still gotta jump around. They gotta hop. Oh, that's true. (laughs) So we're all doing a pass on the Loveland Frog. Yes. Yes. No smack. Oh no, the mascot. (laughs) I was gonna say, does the buff mascot frog change your answer? (laughs) I don't know. They could have done a little bit better with his face. But he does look very confident. Good. (laughs) Do you want our second cryptid already? Let's have at it. One of my favorites. Because you know I love my lake monsters. And did you know that Lake Erie has a monster? Is it a Loch Ness type of monster? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Bessie. South Bay Bessie. I know that lake monsters are like a relatively common thing that people think of. Yeah, there's a lot of them. There's tons of them all over. Like, I know there's Champy. Yeah, there's Champ, there's Ogopogo, there's Mm. all those good guys. Yeah. But we have Bessie, the Lake Erie monster. Mm. There are two very different dates for a potential first sighting, and it's either 1817 or 1793. Mm. Yeah, because the one thing I saw said that a sailboat captain in 1793 saw her in the lake well on his boat, but everything else just said that people started seeing her in their early 1800s. There have been no sightings of her since the 90s, unfortunately. Oh. Yeah. I wonder why it stopped. I don't know. She's reported to be a snake-like creature that is 30 to 40 feet long, at least a foot in diameter with a grayish color. The Cleveland hockey team is named after her, and there's also a Great Lakes Brewing Company beer that is called Lake Erie Monster. Oh. Do you think they fished her out? Because... Lake Erie is crazy. Did I tell you guys mm-hmm. about the story where I was up at Lake Erie because my family at the time had a cabin up there no. when my mom was married to my stepdad and we were swimming in the beach and I got traumatized to ever get into that water again because what was floating dead next to me was a two-headed fish. Oh, oh, that's some Buckeye Lake shit. Your word. Yeah, so I got the fuck out of there and I haven't been swimming in actual Lake Erie since. I've never touched Oh, that's fair. I've never been to Lake Erie. Or or wait, I've been to a theme park that was near it. (laughs) Yeah, Cedar Point. Yeah, like I've been up there. Yeah. (laughs) We've all been been to Cedar Point. Yeah. I couldn't remember which one it was. So yeah, Cedar Point, that makes sense. Which I guess technically Bessie is Ohio and Michigan folklore. I can see that. Because we both have sightings. But I just love that we have a lake monster all of my axolotls are named after lake monsters Aww. and i i did have a bessie but sadly she randomly passed away she had failure to thrive and just died oh that's unfortunate um, yeah lake monsters are my favorite they're so cool do we know why they called this particular lake monster bessie i know like Loch ness they call her nessie because it's the name of the lock but bessie is is a little divergent from the lake name i don't see specifically why they call her that because she's got like a bunch of different names like they call her the Great Snake of Lake Erie, the Lake Erie Monster, South Bay Bessie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, she's got a lot of names. That makes sense. Okay. Maybe it was just something where they're like, oh, there's already an Essie. How about Bessie? I mean, it could be Oh, I like this little quote on Wikipedia that somebody quoted as they approached, they saw a huge sea serpent that appeared to be wrestling about in the waters as if fighting an unseen foe. Mommy's always on top. That's kind of hardcore. I'm looking at the Great Lakes Guide site because they've got a little blurb about her. It doesn't really go over why they call her Bessie. They call her the Loch Ness Monster's Canadian cousin. (laughs) Nice. 
makes sense. Yeah. Well, being up in Lake Erie, that's super close to Canada. Fun fact that people might know about Ohio is that our neighbor is Canada. Literally across the lake, it's Canada. Yeah. Yeah. From the top of one of those Cedar Point coasters, you can see Canada on a clear day. It's Millennium Forest. Oh. Was it Top Thrill Dragster? I've never ridden that. <laughs> a lot of people got stuck up there for a very long time, so that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I was one of the ones in the first ride that got stuck at the top for two hours. Upside down, by the way. Oh, jeez. That's even worse. Because, like, you know how it went up and then it curly cued a little bit and then it dropped yeah. you? Yeah. yeah. I was in the curly cue because I was in the front seat. Yeah. Oh, Stuck man. there like that for two hours. Yeah, that's why anytime I went after hearing that, I was like, nope, don't want to try mean, it. No, I never tried that one. Before I got fat, I rode all of the roller coasters with Reckless Abandon. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're a thrill-seeking queen. Yeah. <laughs> now While you're stuck too- up there, you should have been looking for Bessie. I know. <laughs> oh, I forgot. There's also the Lake Erie Chomper. <laughs> the Lake Erie huh. Chomper. <laughs> is, it, is it also a name for the same? It's, oh, a, it's a different. different. It's a different one. The Lake Erie Chomper first attack near the Fort Dover Ump House. In less than 24 hours, two unfortunate swimmers were left with vicious bite marks. Ooh. So this one has victims. Yeah. It was a bowfin. They've got sharp, pointy teeth. It's a fish with very sharp teeth. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. That's interesting. You know what I think it is? It just occurred to me. So I think the reason why some things might have not been seen for a while is back in the day, they used to have very, very lax laws about what kinds of animals you could keep as pets. Yeah. My neighbor had a lion and tigers and cougars just at his house. Yeah. Before the Zanesville incident, we were allowed to pretty much have any exotic animal we wanted. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see people potentially getting a reticulated python or something like that as a baby. And they're like, oh, yeah, it'll stay little. And then it doesn't. (laughs) And it doesn't. Yeah. Back then, some people might have gotten the full size one because they wanted full size snake. But yeah, I mean, my dad did. Yeah. Remember? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, please. Yeah. (laughs) Holy fuck. This is bonkers. So you uh, smashing her pass? in South Bay, Bessie. I would pass. Pass on the sea serpent? You didn't pick fuckable ones. I'm sorry. Well, maybe the next one will be very fuckable for you. I don't know. Like, Nessie is wrestling about in the waters. What if she has, like, a snake dick? Don't snakes have two dicks? I I don't know. Water snake. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it'd be difficult because you'd have to go into the water. It wouldn't be able to work the other way around. Yeah. But man, I'd be best friends with one. Like the water horse? Little Lapras. Yeah. fucking love the movie The Water Horse. Oh, it's such a cute movie. Adorable. Yeah. <laughs> well, you definitely might want to smash the other one that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> All right. I'm ready. Bring it on. Rougarou. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's a smash. Origin date is unclear for Rougarou. It is the body of a human with the head of a wolf. It's basically lycanthropy with the thirst for blood of a vampire. The best of both worlds. Yeah. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Getting a slot of yep. I feel like <laughs> Hank Hill. Yep. Which one of us is who? I feel like I'm Dale. You're totally Dale. I'm Dale. Yep. <laughs> I feel like Amber would probably be Hank. You guys say that every time. Yep. Yeah. I'm always like putting the Hank Hill Whoa! after you do. It gets you so much when I make a noise. And Lilith is definitely Boom Hauer. Yeah, I was going to say probably Boomhauer. Yep. And nobody's Bill because none of us hate ourselves that much. Yeah, really? No. Nah. So. 
<laughs> Did you know that there are two very different descriptions of Rougarou? No, please mm. continue. Explain. Okay, so the Rougarou that you probably know is the Cajun legend. Creatures said to prowl swamps around greater New Orleans and like that area. Yep, the sugarcane yep. fields and the woodlands of the regions. That described sounds as familiar. Described as a creature human body, head of a wolf or dog, similar to a werewolf. Yeah. It's mm. often used to inspire fear and obedience in children. <laughs> they just tell the children like, hey, you gotta behave. Oh, like a La Llorona? Yeah, because it coincides with the French Catholic Lugaru stories. Yeah, I was about to say the Lugaru. The yeah. name sounds like it comes from Lugaru. It does. Um, which we only know about because blood and chocolate. Yep, blood and yeah. chocolate <laughs> is the reason we know about Lugaru. Yes. <laughs> but there's also a common legend that says it was under a spell for 101 days. After that time, the cursor spell was transferred from person to person in search of a human blood. During the day, the creature returned to human form. Acting sick, the human withdrew from telling others about the situation in fear of being killed. Oh. So that's the one that you're probably more aware of. However, <laughs> there's also a Native American version of this same creature. Huh. Interesting. And it's a lot different. Really? It is a lot different. It's basically like a guardian of the forest, like a wholesome Wendigo. Oh, so I it's seen that. as sacred and in tune with nature and Mother Earth in the same way that Bigfoot is to mm -hmm. us. Oh. So like the natives were like, oh, yes, good thing. And then the French Catholics came over and they're like, hey, we're going to use this to scare the kids to make them obedient. I feel like the Catholics are always like, hmm, how can I make people afraid of this or right. guilty yeah. about this? It or feels like this. their whole shtick is to try traumatize you <laughs> yeah. in any way they possibly could. <laughs> like dance. So apparently the way that you turn into one of these things for the French Catholic version is you break Lent seven years in a row and then you get to become a sexy vampiric werewolf. Damn, I guess so. we're all... Uh, <laughs> then why am I not a sexy vampiric werewolf right now? Because I, I have mean, never participated in Lent. You're allergic to silver. Oh, you are allergic to silver. I am allergic to silver, yeah. <laughs> so like, They're not wrong. That? Maybe I'm halfway there. Maybe I didn't no. break enough lints because I'm not Catholic. Yeah. Maybe it's just a slower process when you're not Catholic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you could try to go that find appeals. one too and it could turn you because there have been sightings as recent as 2016, possibly later. Oh. And the pop culture thing that I could find that I already knew is that the Cedar Point ride, the Mantis, was changed to be called Rougarou sometime in like the Dimes, I think. Oh. Yeah. No, I remember when that switch happened. It's still the Mantis. They just repainted it. And gave it a new name. Yeah, it's the same coaster. They just were like, it's Rougarou now. Hmm. But I like Rougarou. Yeah. Also, apparently, well, according to Wikipedia, Rougarou hair is a magical core that you can get in your wand in Harry Potter. Hmm. Well, surprise. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> I like how immediately, as soon as I said the name, you were like, oh, yeah, we're smashing this one. <laughs> Yeah, that's smash. Yeah, because I knew, really, if you just change the R to an L, it's Lugaru, which is the French version. Yeah, and that's how it got to be part of, like, Creole culture. Yeah. Creoles are so interesting, just in general, as a linguistic phenomenon. Oh, it's yeah. really cool. <laughs> you know what one we haven't talked about? Huh? The one we would all smash, for sure. Mothman. 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 Why aren't we talking about Mothman? Because everybody... Everybody knows Mothman. From Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I've been to the festival. You have? Oh, yeah, I've been to the festival. Oh, sweet. 
Right. I haven't been in like recent years. It was really neat. The Mothman Festival that happens every year. That's like a big tourism thing that's gotten way huge. It like takes over the whole town and surrounding area. You walk around, you go to the Mothman Museum, which is neat. You can go there, I think, anytime. Nice. But there was also like a haunted hayride thing around where one of the sightings was. So I got to go see that. Of course, there's the statue that has the thick ass. (laughs) Right. That grabbable ass. Wait, let me let me look this up because I don't think the metal statue with a thick ass yeah i haven't been in recent years because this year i had a concert on the same day as the mothman festival but we should try to go to that sometime because it's a lot of fun i would love to go and it's really not that far of a drive no it's not it's not far they keep showing front pictures i'm trying to get the bubble (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah I have Mothman plushies from that Kickstarter that have a dumpy too. <laughs> Cause he's got a dump in his trunk. Yeah. My model for streaming, my ENG tuber model for Halloween, I gave her a Mothman costume. <laughs> it's really interesting, though, that they call this particular cryptid Mothman because most of the accounts say that it looks more like a bird. Yes. I think part of the reason why it got so well known is just because of how interesting it is. Because it's not just a cryptid. There's a whole thing about it. From what I understand, people thought that it was predicting now natural disasters. It is an omen. So I don't know if you know this, but Mothman has been seen other places. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I've heard that there have been more. Because hashtag Mothman did nothing wrong. (laughs) He's like an omen. He didn't fuck up the bridge in West Virginia. He just like showed up because he was like, hey, something's gonna happen. Shit's about to happen. Yeah. Mothman's like Bruno. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's another thing that we keep referencing. (laughs) That movie's so good. (laughs) (laughs) I do really appreciate that the first newspaper report was on the same day that many years later would become my wedding day. November 16th is when the first report, like that's so fucking fitting. I just (laughs) found this out right now. November 16th, 1966 was when the first report was published. That is so funny. Yeah. So the night before was the sighting. That's an awesome coincidence. Mothman day. Mothman. It foretold your marriage. so good. I love Mothman. So many people associate me with Mothman. It's hilarious. I actually almost sent you a Mothman pin when I was sending you all those pins the other day. I have so many. I have a Mothman pin right here. Yeah, you're a regular Mothman fangirl. Yeah. Literally have Mothman eating a sweater. Good stuff. And the one thing I will say is that of the ones that I've looked up, the Mothman has probably the easiest explanation of all of them. Just because the way that it was described... And I've seen around that people have this theory as well, that it was actually a barred owl. Yeah. Which is a type of owl that exists in the area. It does have a tapetum lucidum that reflects red in light. So if light touches its eyes, it's going to look like just gigantic, circular, red glowing eyes. Yeah. And because it flies and people said that it looks like a bird, more than likely it is a barred owl. But it's still cool to dream. (laughs) I didn't realize that the first year that there was the festival was also the year that the movie came out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I wonder if that was on purpose. It had to have been. I mean, most likely. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. The Mothman Festival began after brainstorming creative ways 
for people to visit Point Pleasant. <laughs> to be I fair, mean, Point Pleasant before the Mothman Festival was pretty small and empty little town. Yeah, it's a really mm. small place. And if you're used to places like a city at all, when you go mm. there, you're going to be very surprised because it is extremely small. There's a little downtown Main Street area and it's just one little tiny road. You mm. can pretty much walk all of it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's very small, but it's rad. I think it's kind of cool that you can have neat little folklore stories like this, and it can give these small towns a little bit of tourist play, you know? Give them a little bit of commerce going. And also, I like that people have fun with it. The fact that they made a statue and put it up and gave him a beautiful bubble. Yeah, they gave him so much cake. Little in the thorax, but he got much cake. Like, for why? (laughs) So good. He's got the keys to the bakery. Yeah, it's so good. Keys to the bakery. (laughs) So so Point Pleasant has a population of 4,031. Damn. Yeah. Because I thought that like Loveland, Ohio was pretty small for the frogmen. So I was looking that up, but it's got a population of 13,000. Oh, wow. Okay. So this place is even smaller. Yeah. This yeah. place is is, is small. Tiny. Mm, yeah. It's a little, little town. <laughs> a little town. Let's get a little scratch behind these. What, what is it? Baby talking a whole ass town. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm like this. I don't know either. I mean, yeah, I do, but... Tis and riz. <laughs> Risen up a whole town with that baby talk. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's fine. Ridiculousness. I don't think that Muffman did anything wrong. He didn't do any of that shit. I think he was trying to be helpful. What? He's a helpful little guy. Yeah. I mean, he's not little, little. How big is Muffman supposed to be? Well, the Muffman statue looks massive. About seven feet. Oh, what? What? Oh, God. We're definitely fucking this thing based on this description that I just found. Linda Scarberry described it as a slender, muscular man about seven feet tall with white wings. Damn. She was unable to discern its face due to the hypnotic effect of its eyes. You're fucking this thing immediately. Yeah, man, I tell you what, you can learn about all them different positions, man. You can go upside down, you go sideways, and then you just get your little whipped cream, man, you find that G spot, man. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, we are. Survey says... Smash. 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 It's pluggable. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like how we're all in agreement. We're like, yes, Mothman. Yes, Mothman. Yes, Ruguru. Yeah. Sorry, Frogman and Bessie. <laughs> I'm sure if we continued to go down the multitudes of cryptids that exist in the U.S., we'd find a few more. But that list is long. Yeah, there's so many. You know what cryptids. I would be on the fence about? Bigfoot. The Jersey Devil. The Jersey Devil! <laughs> there's a lot of variation in the Jersey Devil. There oh. is. I feel like that is a definite pass. There is a heckin' lot of variation. Now, Bigfoot, that's a smash. I would not smash Bigfoot. It could be like Harry and the Hendersons. It'd be like Dad. Or like that weird Amazon animated movie where it's like the son of Bigfoot or whatever. No. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's like well, really goofy. But the mom in that is like dummy thick. She is fine as hell. <laughs> Got like Mrs. Incredible proportions. She does. It's so good. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> you would smash the Jersey Devil, though? I'm on the fence about it. It depends on what iteration he is. In my mind's eye, the way that I picture the Jersey Devil is very Baphomet-esque. 
Yes, that's it's like the chupacabra of the north. Yeah, chupacabra. But Lilith gets what I'm stepping in. Yeah, yeah. Because if it's like a Baphomet looking creature, you know, with like with the hooves. I don't know. I think of it as like the horse face thing, the goat face thing. Let me see it. I have heard of the Jersey Devil and I definitely looked up the Jersey Devil like a couple times. But the thing about the Jersey Devil is that there's so many different variations of it. I see some that have more horse face like features, like you're saying. I see some that have more that look more wolfish. There are some that look more humanoid. Yeah. Um, it really depends on the variation. Which one are we running into, you know? Yeah. Yeah. One is just a goat with wings. Yeah. See, that's what I thought. It's like, this is ABC News. <laughs> Man claims to have photographed mythical New Jersey devil. Hmm. It just looks like somebody put wings on a goat and just tossed them. They probably did. <laughs> they probably <laughs> did. I, I think that's probably what happened here. I really hope that they had a nice little soft landing place for this poor little creature. There are so many lake monsters in the United States. Yeah. Because yeah. I think that Champy is also a American lake monster for Lake Champlain. Champ? Yeah. There's Tahoe Tessie. There's Champ. There's Paddler. There's a lot. Yeah. Lake monsters, they got stuff going on. <laughs> it makes sense because honestly, if you go to a lake, there is always pieces of driftwood and things like that hanging out around that if you've kicked back a couple of margaritas, probably look sentient. <laughs> That's actually um, what a lot of people say that stuff is. They're just like, oh, it's just wood. Yeah, it probably is. But like I said, it's fun to dream. It's fun to let your imagination go wild. Fun fact about me. My career aspirations were to be a cryptozoologist. <laughs> and my like sixth grade science teacher, I was in winter color guard with his daughter. So he got to be in contact with me when I was in like junior high, high school. And there was the thing where you go in and you go around and you look at all the colleges and like he was there with one of his kids and I was like yeah I need to study like zoology so that I can make sure that when I find these animals that it's not a creature that has already been discovered that it's not something else and he was so excited he was like one of my former students is going to be the one that proves that Nessie's real because he was like if anybody can do it it's going to be you and then I dropped yeah. that oh <laughs> I'm pursuing my dream yeah there's nothing to like get certified in to be a cryptozoologist so I can legitimately just put that on my business card yeah why not like amber artist streamer shit poster cryptozoologist i am a firm believer in people doing science independently safely obviously i think the gatekeepiness of the scientific community is some bullshit so I mean, like, i've got a microscope yeah let people do science let people go out and explore and find new things and do the thing just have that curiosity and that excitement about going out and finding things yeah i think that's something that people shouldn't lose you know yeah oh my god speaking of stuff like that did you ever watch animal planet did a couple of these specials they were mockumentaries and one was oh. about dragons and one was about mermaids and the dragon I one i remember those. it was dragons of fantasy made real but that came out when i was in like sixth or seventh grade and i was allowed to stay up late to watch it but what i didn't watch was the thing that came on after it that explained that it wasn't real so i went to oh, school yeah. the next day and i was like guys they found a body of a dragon they found a fucking dragon it was frozen and it's great dragons are real and then my friend was like dude that was a mockumentary like it was it real and i was like no but then i got to do the same thing to my husbando when they made the mermaids one later because <laughs> it was like the same style thing and it's so mean that they did that because i was like so excited i was like yes yes dragons and then they were like uh-huh but no 
I do believe dragons exist, though. Did exist at some point. Because, like, oh, yeah. if dinosaurs and stuff existed, I could see them being a type of dinosaur. And that was the thing about that mockumentary is that it went through how they would evolve and, like, coexist with dinosaurs. And then leading up to people basically wiping them out. Yeah. It depends on what kind of dragon we're talking. Because there are lots of different types of dragons. And there are some that are potentially plausible, honestly. That I feel could have like existed. all of them existed at one point. Just like I think unicorns existed at one point. Well, every culture has something about dragons and it was at a time where they would not have been connected. So yeah, it's just a little too coincidental, you know? Yeah. I think that if we think about things in such constraints as how we've seen it in media, that like we might not recognize a dragon if we saw one. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there's a potential for things depending on how you would classify a dragon. Like I think that the Western style dragon where it's got like the four limbs and the wings and stuff like that is not as plausible just because of the way that things are built. There just hasn't been anything with that sort of a body plan. But the Eastern style where it's like really long with like the legs that could foreseeably happen. Not necessarily that it would be flying in the air, but it could definitely be in the water potentially something similar. (laughs) That's another thing that that Animal Planet documentary thing went into was the Eastern Mm -hmm. dragons and it had them having like little tiny like vestigial wings so like they didn't fly but they were basically like a big ass water snake that had feet yeah the eastern dragon is associated with water and not fire yeah so it would be more associated with water i don't know why they had the eastern dragons with wings because eastern dragons do not have wings i think it was just because they were trying to show like the evolution from like the wyvern style that they showed alongside the dinosaurs to how it would evolve in different areas so they had the wings shrink down and become like little vestigial wings that makes sense okay i can see what you mean so they're kind of trying to fit this in there um in their timeline and stuff like that that makes sense (laughs) yeah that's fun i'm a big fan of speculative biology it's just a really fun thought exercise a little like 11 year old me saw this fucking tv show and was so excited because they were like put science into it and shit and and then i was like oh but they tricked me Right. It was all just a giant what if think piece. Yeah. But would you smash a dragon? Because I have books that I would read as a kid about like women getting taken by dragons. I mean, (laughs) Brittany and I legit kind of started co-writing a book about just that. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Was it a bad dragon? Soul burn. That was the title, Soul Burn. Oh my god, yes. And if I could get my shit together in a day one day. It's still waiting for your turn. We can easily get back into it. Please. Oh my god. (laughs) We'll see. Because it's really fun. Oh man. So yeah, suffice to say, this is a smashing... Yeah, we're gonna smash. Especially if it's the type that we've read and wrote about. Yeah. <laughs> what type of dragon is that? One that can take a human form. <laughs> oh, like Nouvellet. Yeah. <laughs> I'd ride that dragon. Mm. I'd ride that dragon. <laughs> and Zhang Li. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe he's a dragon. <laughs> I'm so weak for Nouvellet. Oratrice mechanique d'analyse cardinal. <laughs> It's so bad. I ordered that spicy figure of him. It's understandable, oh though. Oh, fine. He got swag. You... He also waxes autistic about water. Yes, it's so good. I love the way he talks about water. He's just like, it tastes different from different places. Like, he straight up just info dumps about it. Yeah, final animation is just summoning a chalice of water, and it's the one time you see this man smile. <laughs> He's so pretty. 
Yeah. God damn it. It's fine. For a water dragon, having your special interest be water makes sense. Yeah, and if you take him to the desert, he's like, is this an assassination attempt? Yeah, I was gonna kick out of that. I love him so much. He's like, how dare you? He's so powerful, too. He's so strong. The muscles... Oh, he is. Oh, my gosh. He could blast a hole right through me, and I would just be like, yes, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) You guys look like you're dying. Do you know how excited he'd be if you got, like, real wet? (laughs) Just love water. He's so excited. The wetter, the better. God damn it. So what does that taste like? Oh, no. (laughs) Opens character AI. We will never be monetized. Fine. I'm sure That's someone fine. out there unhinged would want to maybe maybe, maybe we'll get a bad dragon sponsorship. I was gonna say that. I was like, does bad dragon? Uh, can we like give out some of the teeny weenies to some listeners? <laughs> they're cute. Oh god, oh. what is happening? This is why we waited so long to talk about monsters. <laughs> yeah. It's oh fine. man, we're all on a list probably somewhere. All right, I'm on a list. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure, for sure. I think that wraps up our unhinged conversation about Chris. Yeah, there's For probably now. a bell <laughs> ringing about. somewhere. I think so. <laughs> Take us away because we need a grippy sock vacation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dear gods. Bet your Mothman bubble. <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs>